Hello and welcome to another episode of Baby Steps, the first steps to understanding the paradox of parenting. Danielle Ochieng is my name and I'm an early childhood education specialist by passion and profession with a degree in the same. I'm currently an early years curriculum designer and consultant and I've been working with children for over 10 years in different capacities, teacher, counselor, guide, friend, confident, actually everything. And this spans through all ages. But I focus on the early years and particularly zero to five years because it's the foundation of everything about children. And now, drum rolls! It's time for another Did You Know fact. So did you know that psychologists claim that babies know right from wrong even at six months of age, which challenges the notions that babies come with a blank moral slate or that they really don't know right from wrong. Maybe it explains why a child can be breastfeeding and they bite and then they look in the eye and give a smile or they look to t- check your reaction, even from that young age. So this episode is more of a build-up of last week's episode, but now taking a more emotional aspect of it because last episode I talked about how the schools our children are in might be doing more harm than good and could be from the manner in which instruction is delivered, resources or lack thereof, the long school hours and short breaks, relationships between staff and children and many more. Um, My major concern about parents' urge to take their children to school early and not investing enough time to meet their emotional and psychological needs is what today's topic is about. Make it stop. So we're going to take an emotional turn and handle it. And this topic is basically about bullying. Did you know that even preschoolers are bullied by fellow preschoolers or older children? And did you know that if it is not handled early and appropriately, it leaves deep emotional and psychological wounds and scars that last a lifetime? And when it comes to bullying, your child could be the victim or the perpetrator. It sounds harsh, but it's the truth. I I want you at this moment to take a moment to think of a time, either in your early years or your lower primary time, that someone bullied you. It could have been physical, emotional, or psychological. I'm sure the details are still vivid in your mind. Exactly why it happened, what happened, the full names of the person, what they looked like, like everything that surrounded that event or that series of events of bullying. My question is, what emotions emerge when you recall it these many years down the line? Now imagine your child could be going through that in the estate where you stay or at school and no one is noticing or cares and they are suffering in silence, crying, please make it stop. But that is only an inner voice that only they can hear because I give a personal story when I was about six or seven we had this one boy in class who made my life a living hell now for those who know me growing up probably think I Danielle Danielle doesn't look like she can be bullied well I'll withhold his name because we became friends many 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 years later because this is after I left that country and we reconnected on Facebook where I asked him about it and he vehemently denied ever being a bully. Okay, now having growing up, grown up between boys and being the only girl for a long while, I was quite tough and able to defend myself for a little while, but he always managed to get to me. And so there's this one particular day that he verbally abused me. 
big time by the which bruised my tiny heart so that emotional trauma that he caused that specific day crushed me and then he hit me or something of the sort just before home time so a few minutes later after that incident my mom drives into the parking to pick us and i ran to the car i sat in the co-driver's seat these are the benefits of being the only girl i had an older brother but the front seat was always reserved for me but when i went to sit in the front seat there was this tears that had welled up in my eyes which i tried but could not hold back so as i was waiting for my brothers my mom looked at me and asked mommy what's wrong and i responded nothing why despite something just having happened a few minutes ago is because of the fear that if i report and still have to come back to school and face him the bullying would be worse so i'd rather just shut up by the way this is a serious characteristic of what i call terrorist bullies bullies because victims defend them because they have been threatened to be hurt even worse if they say anything about what's happening to them mind you i had reported him to the teachers and people had reported him before but nothing was done Im- imagine <laughs> anyway moving on so my mom asked again and my response was the same nothing i'm okay this is when her african mother nature kicked in and she was like if you don't tell me what is wrong i will beat you and you'll have even more reason to cry some more wow what did i decide to do after that answer of course because he african mother's threats are never empty they happen the reserves of the tears just burst open and i wept not because of the threat to cry more from a beating but because i could finally let out the pain and torture that had been carrying in my little heart for so many months and out came so and so that his name had done xyz to me and he now before i f- could finish my statement my mom angrily swung open her door came to my side of the door got me out and said show me this boy that very moment i knew sodom and gomora were going to be destroyed that afternoon but i also knew that if she intervened i'd be dead the next day because i am the one who will remain with him and i have to come back to school and face him because he was my classmate so again the fear of the bully crippled me because the one thing about bullies is they make you believe that you are powerless and unworthy so i tried resisting my mom's grip but imagine a 6 7 year old against a mom in her 30s an african mom at that and an angry one for messing like a lioness when you mess with her cubs So I tried pleading with her and I'm like mom no just let it go and of course she refused. So here I am with mom being pulled across the field and every other child froze. Like I guess they must have seen flames in her eyes and steam from her ears because it was an unusual reaction the playground went silent. By that point everyone knew that guy was a bully and they knew what he had done to me that day. because neither my mom or I uttered a word but everyone just chorused there he is now don't really need to say what went down after that all that matters is that that was the last day he ever bullied or even talked to me for at least one year until we moved to the next grade now there are two reasons that i remember this incident so vividly one My heart still remembers the fear that crippled me every day going to school and how school sometimes was a nightmare. And two, my mom came to my rescue and she was my hero. 
So to that incident, where I was saved, so to say, we went back to the car. My brothers joined, and that evening it was a narration at the dinner table to dad who gave the much-needed emotional and psychological boost that every child, and especially little girl, needs. So why have I given my story? This is at least many, actually. So it's very many years since then. But I'm giving my story because emotional and psychological abuse is real in schools and even workplaces. If you're working, you would know that. And not everyone is able to tell if their child or teenager is being bullied because the contact time is not as much. But that shouldn't be a hindrance to saving your child like I was. Because if I can remember the incidents until now, I'm thinking of how much more emotional trauma if I had to stay with that boy and his best friend and get traumatized and abused every other time. And it wasn't only me. And the school was not doing anything about it. So in this episode, I'll just give the most common signs and, and the characteristics of a child who is being bullied. That could be your child, the neighbors. And it's just basically how to find out the who, the what, when, where, why from your child without scaring them and in a way that they can slowly but easily open up. And also how to deal with it. Because if your child is in a school that takes such matters seriously, then you won't have to step in like my mom did. yeah. Because letting the school handle it and um, giving them the time is the first and best step. Because they're dealing with your child every day. They have the bully in school every other day. And your child is most likely not the only victim of that bullying. So just never rush in as a parent because it may make things worse. Especially if a kid is older. Like in middle school or like upper primary and high school. It could just be a cause of mocking. And it will make things worse for your child. So it's always good to know the best steps to handling this thing. Um, before I give um, the characteristics, uh, it's important to note that some of these steps or characteristics could be an indicator from different other factors. It could even be harassment from adults and even a sign of sexual abuse. So we'll just be careful, but I'm handling bullying as it is because it's real. And if it's in the neighborhood, um, you can use most of these steps, just eliminate the teacher part or the school part that I'm going to mention um, the most obvious is a physical characteristic so if you ever notice any bumps bruises, scratches, any sign of physical harm or aggression on your child that is most likely if they are not in games that could have caused that that is most likely the most obvious sign of bullying and if you ask them where it came from, they usually hesitate to answer or they look fidgety or uncomfortable when answering or they're looking away or they're stammering when answering. It could be a mark from a bully. Before I go on, let me clarify that not all these signs are always signs of bullying alone. And just so we know that bullying generally is it's just used to scare and harm another person and is usually against people who the bully sees as weaker or a loner or deemed different and these acts of bullying are usually done over and over to the victim so emotional symptoms closely tie with the psychological or mental impact and the most obvious is a child who is withdrawn My, what I mean by withdrawn is they tend to choose to stay alone 
and avoid social circles or situations that involve interactions. But this is not to be confused with a naturally introverted child. If your child or teenager has always, since they're young, preferred being alone, then this is an introvert, not a withdrawn child. But if they were suddenly, they were very talkative or loved engaging with people and then all of a sudden they pull away from crowds, then it's most likely a very intense sign of, of bullying or abuse of one for, in one form or the other. And for most bullies, I mean victims of bullying, many times they tend to have no friends because it's a defense mechanism due to fear, intimidation, and low self-esteem, which are outcomes of being bullied. They decide they might as well not hang out with anybody because they're scared that anybody could be a bully or anybody could be enjoying the fact that they're being bullied. So they choose to have no friends. Um, they're also usually, these are the victims, anxious and insecure about everything about them and sometimes even put themselves down because they're subjected to that belittlement a lot in school. Bullies abuse them, bullies tell them mean things, bullies make them feel less of a person. So your child or teenager tends, every time you tell them something, they tend to say, I'm not that good, or, you know, my work is always bad, or I'm ugly, or I'm not like, so it could be, it's one of the greatest signs of, of being a victim of bullying. Being shy or anxious could also, this could also just mean that they are shy. If a child has naturally been shy, fear crowds, fear those kind of things, that could be an indicator that they're shy, not necessarily a bully, because if they've been like that, and those are ways that you can increase a child's self-esteem, uh, which I won't be handling in this topic. But that's if a child is naturally shy, that's different. But if they're outgoing and all of a sudden they choose not to have friends or they come home or they never talk about their friends, you never hear a friend's name or there's something wrong that's happening in the school or in the estate and the child is afraid to talk about it. Another characteristic is that victims tend to be passive and never stand up for themselves. They may move to... They also could be on the other extreme end of the spectrum and become aggressive and violent to others, even family members. That is if they were shy before. So it could be they go completely timid and quiet or they go completely aggressive and violent. And sometimes worst case scenarios they also end up being bullying because bully become they also end up becoming bullies because that's the way of life that they're used to victims also tend to have poor sleep patterns they never sleep well they have nightmares younger children are frequently crying or having emotional breakdowns for things that shouldn't necessarily be a breakdown joyful children sometimes become sad or they become emotionally immune to situations that would normally cause a reaction another thing is they will give all excuses of not going to school just so that they don't have to face the bully sometimes if they're at an age where they have grades their grades level tend to have sudden drops and unexplained drops not because they were sick but fear fear cripples the entire being they also may develop learning problems inability to concentrate in class so many things they also tend to lose their items a lot because some bullies forcefully take away th their things so your child will come home with no toys or certain clothes are missing or or something of the sort or they come home very hungry saying that they missed lunch or 
if you packed food they say that it was not enough or it poured could be a sign that the bully is taking away their food the last one i'm going to mention may seem a little too out there but it is not rare they talk of suicide and worst case scenario they commit suicide uh, yeah that's a few years ago in the coastal regions of kenya a grade one student committed suicide and just last month a 10 year old from in an elementary school in texas committed suicide because of bullying and reading that article really broke my heart because the mom in pain said that she did not think it would go that far and she's still obviously trying to come to terms with it and she thought that her son was handling it by himself she um she said that the bully is also wrote on the son's tablet go and kill yourself and you do not belong here and at some point he was beaten up th- by the bullies and when she reported it to the school officials they denied all evidence of a physical fight or any bullying in their school your kids could be going through these things messages are slipped into their desks or into their bags telling them to kill themselves or telling them they're ugly or all these kind of things that's why you always need to be the first one to reassure your child the mother of this boy shared her story she said she shared her story with the hopes of helping others and said her words pay attention to your child don't assume that things are handled at the school and this just shows how grave the situation is and we need to be more alert as parents and guardians and step up to be more involved in our kids lives and what's happening to them in every aspect of their development so how do we handle this bullying or help our children cope or handle the situation the first step um i would always insist is be close with your child and this is achieved by spending quality time talked about it in many of my previous episodes with them and know who your child is don't think you know them but know them don't assume when anything happens to them you're like no that's not my child you need to know who your child is find time each day or every couple of days to find out how school is how their friends are their teachers how their day was what was the good the bad you know how they handled conflicts that happened by the way i did a research among a small group of children and their top um would love to have in their family that they cited was sitting down together as a family to talk about their day so give your child your full attention when they're describing their days give prompts like mhm uh-huh okay and then what happened ah yeah show interest you know and just prompt them to say something more and if by any chance during the talking or conversation with your child you pick out that them or another child is being bullied stay calm because it's a chance to show them how to solve problems if you feel anxious or angry at that moment just go and calm down before addressing it and then so after they've described it then paraphrase it for example they've told you what happened then you're like aha uh-huh, okay so you were making your painting then pendo came and tore it then you wait for them to respond or clarify and then ask them okay how did mention how did make them feel and then tell them okay it's then tell them and empathize with them okay for example just say ah so that m- it makes sense why you are feeling sad about it because of what pendo did then make sure they know 
that it is not their fault we talk about this victim shaming make sure your child knows that it's not their fault you know you can say something like okay pendo did not do that to you because you are smaller or quieter than the others she might be have been upset by something else but that is no excuse for her behavior help your child understand that they are not to blame for the bullying and that the bully bully has their own problems that need to be dealt with and the bully should not put those problems on your child the next step is to show them that you care and that you will help by first agreeing that there is a problem you could say something like okay you know it's not okay for someone to treat you like that and then also by the way praise them for telling you like thank you so much for letting me know that this is happening um because like i told you in my personal experience it's not easy to talk about bullying especially if you have to go back to it so you know just tell them i'm really happy you told me about this because this will encourage them to keep sharing other things with you then avoid negative comments to your child after they've told you such as oh you poor thing or how could you just stand there and be bullied and do nothing because this belittles them and then they will form a cocoon around them and shut in which makes bullying and violence and aggression towards them even worse lastly make it clear that you're going to help you could say something like okay baby it seems like things have been really tough for you can we talk about some things that we can do to make it better then together you two or three if you're you, with somebody else can brainstorm on ways to make it better it would also be good to help them understand why people bully for example you can tell them pendo was probably never taught to be nice to others maybe from the way she sees you behave she can be a nice person or you could tell them that bullies are copying the behavior from another bully or they have problems at home so they think that making others feel bad will make them feel better so this also depends on the age if your child is like 3 or 4 years old you can tell them for example pendo does not know how to treat people well you know depending on the age you give more complex reasons as a child the more a child is able to understand again i will insist let your child know that it is not their fault so to help curb the problem also practice 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 like literally practice with your child how to handle different bullying situations you can act out you be the bully and your child has to be the one responding or your child be the bully and then responding so that they practice how to respond to bullying you need to tell them to stand up to the bully but in a calm non aggressive way tell them to look the bully in the eyes and tell that bully stop bullying me or stop doing xyz to me so encourage them also to stay around children other children apart from the bully and avoid being around that bully or other bullies and also tell them not to be friends with people who are bullies that's if they are not the victims or somebody is a victim so encourage them to form well balanced friendships help them to identify what a good friend is like friends who value them accept and love them who share the same values and if they're being bullied you can tell them to ask help from other children and tell them other children will probably understand what you're going through and they will help you if you need it because bullies are less likely to harm you if you have friends to support you and back you up The next step is to tell them to tell the teacher because let them know adults are always there to help and love them and support them. Let them choose out of all the ideas that you guys brainstorm. Let them choose one or two ideas that they are most comfortable with 
and encourage them to act upon them as it will boost their confidence about handling it. So as you're doing this talk with a child, let's assume you've just found out, um, make sure you involve the staff as soon as possible, like the next day, because your child may not be the only victim. And then tell the teacher that you want to talk about it. Because one of the most heartbreaking things a child, especially preschool-aged kids and early primary, is I'm not your friend. Man, that destroys life more than global warming. And it is very traumatic for a child. So help, make sure you involve the teacher to help his child um, go through it. Find time for a one-on-one -on -one with the teacher and calmly, I insist on calmly, present your concerns. And ask if the teacher is aware that that has been going on and what has been done about it. Then discuss the problem and ask the teacher for his or her views. And ask them how does the school deal with such situations. If Do they teach the children about emotions and how to deal with it. But as you're doing this, be assertive so that the teacher knows it's serious. But do not be angry or accusatory like the teacher is not doing their job. And then end the meeting with a plan. Like make sure you come out of there with a plan knowing the plan of how the teacher is planning to manage the situation. For example, the teacher could be teaching children how to control anger. The bullies can be taken to a school counselor. Um, they can teach children the value of cooperation and positive communication skills and, and friendship. Counseling is also very important for the bully because they're most likely going through hell in their own lives and they need help before it gets worse. It also needs to be clear rules set in the school on how people should behave and what cannot be tolerated, and it needs to be communicated to the kids. Another thing is because bullying usually happens outdoors where there's no adult. There needs to be adult supervision in the playground in all outdoor spaces to make sure children or teens are not left alone. And then after you're done, make sure you have feedback meetings with the teachers to ensure that it's being handled. And if the bully does not stop, tell the teacher and ask for it to be addressed in writing. And if nothing, still elevate the issue to management. And it's important to note also that results do not happen and will not happen overnight, but there should be progress. And if push comes to shove, you may want to consider finding another school that has better records. Because this is the life of your child. Guard it with all you've got. Not that you spoil them, but guard their lives, especially the emotional and psychological um, issues because we are seeing the trend of depression and all its effects that are happening in the world today. And then just remember, your child is only a child once. The joys and sorrows, the pleasures and the pain they experience during this critical time will last a lifetime. And the effects are far-reaching and character-building as later they can result into extremes like self-harm, suicide, drugs, crime, violence, prostitution, and even more. And also, please, be your child's friend, your, your child's first friend and best friend, and fight for them. By the way, before I forget briefly, how can you tell, because I mentioned this earlier, if your child is the bully? So, a child who's a bully or a teenager, they're usually very cruel, relatively cruel, aggressive and vulgar to other children and they tend to exclude certain children from activities and belittle them in the process because it's not a must a child has to play with everybody but they can say okay can i play with you after this time or but bullies especially even young children say a lot of i don't play with you because you are something that is bullying psychological bullying for a child they're also very aggressive and very physical and angry so they tend to also project that on other children or other teens. 
but these are habits that are usually picked from home and there's always i always say there's always an underlying problem that needs to be dealt with now to help your child if they are the bully or to help a child who tends to be a bully that you know please i beg do not use physical force on them not with your hands not with a cane because this only strengthens their belief that people can get what they want through aggression because you're getting you're trying to get what you want through the aggression so they'll carry that through and as a parent control your anger at home be sensitive and respect everyone with no bias then set rules of behavior that they need to follow and how they should treat others regardless of their social status and most importantly bond with your child it will help them become more emotionally stable because children in teens imitate what they see at home and then they project it on others i always say it never comes out of anywhere or out of nothing it's not like an evolution story and if it's an extreme it may help to get them a professional counselor and if it's especially if it's beyond the teacher and then know that if you continue i'll just leave this saying is A friend of mine once said if you continue to defend your child's wrong one day you will pay an attorney to do the same and the tears during that time are very bitter as people with older children i will leave you the quote from Lelia Scott she said that perhaps if tearful little boys were comforted instead of shamed there would not be so many angry men struggling to express and empathize with emotions and that hit deep i am pleading let's be there for our children emotionally and psychologically we know the impacts of not being there for our kids because some of us have grown up in that environment we know the impacts of being bullied we are seeing the effects of depression and anger among people let's empathize with them and help them deal with their emotions in the most appropriate way so that's it uh, we've come to the end of my episode i really hope you've learned a f- couple of things and you will share it out and help others also learn more and remember your child is your first friend and they only get to be a child once let's make their memories and experiences the best and most stable loving experiences that they're going to have so that's the end of it if you want to reach me please feel free to write an email at parentingbabysteps@gmail.com parentingbabysteps is one word thank you for listening And bye.